You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Door. No, no, no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Friends Next Door. It's Dan. It's Mia. It's Thomas. And Ew. it's that time of year again. Thomas is not ready. It's so gross. Oh, is he Sorry, chewing I boba? Some, I had some aloe in my mouth. Oh. It better be good aloe. It's pretty good. Okay. Well, it's that time again, guys. And it's another America's birthday, July 4th. America. That's right. <laughs> and uh, we live in America. I, I love living in America. I love America. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. And I love talking about America. But today we're going to talk about why Americans are obsessed with, with certain things. Okay. Or if you guys have questions, because I've grown up here all my life. Mm-hmm. So True. And, and Thomas is too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm, I'm a little bit more obsessed with some of these things than Thomas is. <laughs> or maybe and, not. And these obsessions can just be about anything, right? From like... The most trivial and weirdest things. Yeah, a lot of these are, I think, not like very... There's some that are important. I think a lot of them are probably specific to the fabric of American society, or at least how I grew up. Mm. Um, and I love, you know, Americans are obsessed with what they're obsessed with, and some of them are kind of weird. <laughs> you know, some of them are definitely unexplainable because we've had friends from other countries ask us why, like, why are you guys so obsessed with... You know, like, why mm. are you guys so obsessed with guns? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, are we starting there? <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, okay. Let's, that's how we're kicking this off. That's what you meant by our obsession. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, not everyone, a lot of people don't like guns, but man, there are a lot of people in, in America that like guns and it's more the freedom. First of all, let's dial it back. What are we obsessed with? <laughs> freedom. I think that's the number one thing that we're obsessed with our own freedom yes definitely it's literally the backbone of the country is there a definition of freedom or like is are there multiple interpretations of freedom and like which one are you referring to here in general it's the constitution that gives us uh unalienable right (laughs) to believe what we want to believe freedom Mm. of speech freedom of press freedom of assembly Mm. freedom and the right to bear arms Mm. so we're not a very political podcast so we're not going to get into like if it's right whatever but america's obsessed with it so either you're you don't want that right or you do want that right right i'm not you, gonna judge you know what i think also <clears throat> now i just want to acknowledge that we are living through some really polarized times right Absolutely. in terms of political you know preferences and yes. there are you know the one thing that people on both sides of the aisle can agree upon is you know they want freedom but they just want freedom for different things you know yes. what i mean Absolutely. so yes. okay i just want to preface that with like that statement <laughs> go on i mean back to freedom so you know like the country was founded upon getting the right you know first they they fought for their freedom from the, the british monarch, the british monarchy right yes and it was for taxes, but originally it was also to escape religious persecution as well. Yeah. And it's right. really just the autonomy of it, of like being able to uh, make your own decisions and mm-hmm. kind of command your own destiny. That's right. Um, so we're obsessed with that. So anytime we feel like our freedoms are being taken away, uh, you know, we will definitely, you'll hear about it because you're allowed to, <laughs> as opposed to other countries when you're not allowed to speak about you know, not having freedoms. Here, it's encouraged. 
And mm. there's, pla- you know, as much as sometimes there's censorship within America, that's, you know, the whole debate on social media is like, should it be censored? Should it not? Like mm. on Twitter, blah, blah. All right, we're not talking about that stuff. We're talking about, what, in general, <laughs> we are obsessed with freedom. Mm. Um, and it comes from, yeah, like literally comes from fighting for your own freedom 250 years ago mm-hmm. and getting it and then writing it down in a constitution that grants people this. <laughs> I think, Dan, that's a very appropriate way of opening this episode since we're releasing it around July 4th. And like, I'm, I buy into it. I'm all for it. Like I cherish my freedom. You know, that's why I would not live in any other country except the U.S. of A. I think you like knowing your background, right? Um, uh, Of how, like how your parents came over here and there was sort of the generation, you know, the Tiananmen Yep. You know, 1989. Right. 1989. Um, so I think that hit you differently. Versus yeah, our podcast just got banned in China. <laughs> <clears throat> it wasn't banned already? I'm talking about Taylor Swift's birth year. <laughs> oh, she was born in 1989? Yeah. Did you, she has an album that says 1989, oh, yeah. and then it was, yeah. yeah. For anyway. those of you living under a, something. <laughs> I, um, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, you know, my parents came to America in 1988 and they were students. And had they waited one more year, they might have been killed in Tiananmen Square because they watched their own friends, um, you know, in who they were friends with in college the year before get run over and shot by machine guns, get run over by tanks and got shot by machine guns on July, on June 4th, mm. yeah, 1989. Mm. And that's something that even to this day, uh, people are not allowed to talk about in mainland China. They there's, don't know. There's to this day people deny that it happened, and there's so much proof. You know. Yeah. You know what's hilarious is that yeah. the current generation, like even people my age, don't know that it happened, so yeah. they get censored randomly. Yeah. So for example, uh, this past June fourth, apparently there was this really popular like like TikTok or whatever, right? Yeah. And he's hosting some like shopping show, yeah. and someone brought him a tank shaped cake. <laughs> on on like on screen oh. and then immediately they got censored wait tiktok uh, uh or, in america uh, uh whatever they use in in china it's oh, like some equivalent yeah, yeah, yeah some yeah. streaming service right? i mean tiktok is also owned by the chinese company yeah it's not it's not so even I'm like doing or something like that yeah, yeah, i forget yeah. what service they were using but immediately they just got censored and they didn't yeah. even know why who is yeah. this person that brought the cake uh I, like i don't, I don't some know. influencer like, right yeah they like, don't even know that yeah, they, they don't even yeah. know it was just kind of random yeah. that they brought a tank shape it wasn't oh even so a, this is a pure yeah, like coincidence, purely coincidence. Yeah. it wasn't even a tank it yeah. was just like lightly resembled a tank yeah because there was like wow. you know a dome right. and then a wafer on top wow yeah it was crazy <clears throat> it's just like our gen this generation doesn't even know about right. it so they will get censored it's just like a tripwire that they can't even see it's, it's crazy. kind of hilarious that's crazy i mean that's why you know coming being able to immigrate to america and growing up so with the obsession of freedom we're obsessed with like all kinds of respect to the flag okay so i grew up like you know saying a pledge of allegiance every day since kindergarten right like uh. we would have to stand facing the flag you know, putting our right hand over our heart and recite uh. the Pledge of Allegiance, which I took very seriously. Wow, Still Dan. to this day, like model child. Like if I if I'm at a sporting event and the national anthem comes on, start Spangled Banner for you know, like there's tons of songs. By the way, there's 
I don't know why. Like Yi one time asked me, he was like, why are there so many like patriotic songs? <laughs> Another how, obsession. How many are there? Tons, like oh, America tons. the Beautiful, uh, Star Spangled Banner. Um, I mean, I don't, that's like, your national. There's a national anthem and there's songs about America that you know that you learn uh. when you're a kid. So if I'm at a you know sporting event and the national anthem comes on, hat comes off, right hand you know stand up, face the flag, right hand over your heart, silence, and you pay respect. Mm. You know, so every time Indonesia has that too. <clears throat> I think a lot of so a, <laughs> a lot, lot of countries about... are nationalist. Yeah, right. That's yeah. that's not a that's not that's just not American. Unique, yeah. yeah, but I do feel like the reverence that we give, mm. Um, mm. you know, and to that effect, like anytime I see a veteran or somebody of the military, I I don't salute them because I'm not in the military. Do you ch- like? I will. I will, get I will say, no, I will, yeah, like, if I see somebody walking down in camo with a dog, like, I'll say, good afternoon, office, good afternoon, like, I will pay, even police, because I, I hold police in high regard, because they're literally, sac- you know, p- protecting us, mm. you know, I'll be like, good morning, officers, and they're like, whoa, you know, I've, I've <laughs> bought, like, I go to my favorite coffee shop, I see cops there, I buy them a, ice, a round of coffee. Really? Like, hey, those, those are on me, guys. Yeah, because they're literally out putting their lives out there. You know, for us. I didn't know this about you, so, but yeah, good I mean, for you. I, you know, if I see somebody like um, at the, you know, whenever I see people at the airports, you know, with the do- dogs, I'm like, dude, those people are literally like keeping me safe. Because if that dog smells a bomb, I'm getting the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, you know what I mean? So I've always, and you know, I joined the Marines for a day and I quit. You know, I didn't actually go through with it. Um, how did you join the marine for one day and you quit like didn't you have some kind of preliminary training so so i when you join any uh i was you know everyone's recruited but i genuinely like i didn't know what i was going to do at age 18 and i really liked the idea of like serving my country because you know i felt really strongly about protect you know like growing up here and being privileged and enjoying so the problem is they so my friends were like no the military is evil you cannot join mm. and they're like the marines you're gonna die bro <laughs> and this is like you're looking back it's like you know obviously years and they're they're coming from a good place in their heart because there are times over the u.s history where um like the vietnam war was not a good war like they they sent troops to die you know like uh so we have a complex history. Yeah, yeah. So like some of my friends' parents who served during that time, they came back messed up, mm. and they were like, "War is evil," which mm. it, it's well, war is bad. You mm. know, but if you're fighting for your, you know, World War One and Two, like you got no choice. Like mm. trying, to, you're trying to come out on top. <laughs> you know, but the Vietnam War, whatever. I'm not going to get into the politics. So, <laughs> join the Marines. I didn't go to basic training. I opted out before the time that you can. Oh, oh, okay, right? okay, okay, okay. So did Top Gun Maverick? make you want to join the navy actually looking back like i i was like my life would have been very different i would have ended up at the same place but those but i looking back i think the four years in the marines would have done me really good because i had no discipline (laughs) like i built discipline when i got older okay but had i did it earlier i would have had way more discipline yeah Mm. i think that's the biggest thing if i came out alive (laughs) because i could have died yes yes easily so do you feel like since you've gone, you've lived in various states, do you feel that where you grew up was a lot more patriotic than like, let's say New no. York and California? No, because I grew up in. So just so you guys know, I feel like the east, the east and west coast, 
like the very like left wing, very liberal states are almost there's like almost an anti American sentiment, and I grew up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I like when I go visit my cousin in the Midwest, where it's like the heart, you know, there's parts where the, it's like a lot more rich and steeped in American old culture. Mm. They call it the heartbeat of America. You know, like f- they were farmers, they were like working class people. I felt like it was a lot more people embraced it. You know, but the East Coast did not. The West Coast does not. East, Northeast, I should say, mm-hmm. like Boston, New York, yeah, like the coastal, LA, East. the co- the coastal Seattle, Oregon, like some of these very like progressive cities did yeah. not, you know, embrace the Americanism. Yeah, and anything that goes back <clears throat> to what we were talking about, freedom earlier too, mm-hmm. like especially in the um, the Midwest. Yeah, like there's a. What's really interesting about America is that it's really diverse in terms of not just, I mean, not just in terms of ethnicities and cultures now, but even like, you know, lifestyles, right? Yeah. So like there's very distinct lifestyles between city and rural folks, yeah. right? And so just talking about like guns and police, right? So in general, city folks don't think that guns are um, necessary because right. they have police. Like police are readily available right. generally, right? Versus for rural they know that uh, police are not, it's like gonna be like a 30 minute response time because mm. they are out in the middle of nowhere. That's right. right. So you need ha- to have the freedom and independence to defend yourself. Mm. My cousin's got guns and I'm like, yo, I, if I come visit you, you're in the burbs, I feel pretty safe. If, if a criminal was like breaking into your house, yeah. I want the right to defend myself because the police aren't going to come. That's so interesting because like then for these people who have very different life experiences, no wonder we have so much argument about yeah, the same right. thing exactly. just because like your context is completely different. Exactly. Yeah. Because like people don't realize it's so where you grow up in America really defines you. And there's so many. It's like another thing we're obsessed with is like just arguing for the sake of arguing. Right? <laughs> like everything. It's like, are you against guns? Are you not? Are you against abortion? Are you not? Uh, are, you, are you a liberal? Are you conservative? Uh, and it just becomes like... Yeah, people love to draw teams and then figure out what team you're oh on. Oh my God. I, yeah. I, I mean, competition. Are you a Warriors say. fan? Or are you, are you not Celtics a Warriors fan? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a very important one, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand where this like obsession with competition came from. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but it's there. You know, like yeah. anytime Americans decide to enter into some sort of... The Olympics, for example, like there's some events that they're just not going to be good at, period. But there's some where they dominate at and they're just like... But they str- They keep... Like, believe it or not, they try to fetch a good fo- football soccer team. They're just football. not good at doing it. But they try. <laughs> like, yeah. you got to give them props for trying. Yeah. They're just like... <laughs> Several hundred years behind on that. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Wait, I, I aren't the women soccer team? Yes. really good. They're the best in the world. Yeah, next to China. There you go. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. So the I don't know. Maybe somebody can, you know, from an anthropological perspective, explain why the U.S. women's team is the best. She's the best. Right? Yeah. And China, you know, China's the best too. I didn't it's know weird, that. Right? I didn't, oh, Chinese, I didn't know that. It's always China and U.S. Oh, and okay. Canada. Ah, That's it. okay. It's weird. Some nations are just good at certain sports. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like, know how to explain like it. China and uh, ping pong. Yeah, Indonesia with badminton. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like, anyways, um, yeah, we're obsessed with competition and our sports. I mean, the rest of the world is sports. Yeah, sports obsession in this country is a whole it's another a thing. Do you think thing. it's unique though? Like, 
like the football, like the soccer yeah. stadiums in, let's say, the Europe are also pretty nuts. They're right? fanatical. Yeah. But I think <laughs> Americans are, like they it they don't take fandom to the next level, mm. right? Because the fandom is the high the the fanatical fandom where people even get hurt and brawls and rush the stadium. That will never happen in America. Like you try to rush the stadium, you're gonna get your butt whooped by the security people. Uh. But in Europe, they just there's too many like of that like they'll literally rush the field and you and you have to fend for yourself. Oh, they wow. don't do that here. But I think <laughs> what's different is like we're we're just obsessed with the whole culture of sports. Like, yeah. Like basketball, foot mostly it's football and baseball. Americans are obsessed with football and baseball. Yep. I, and and cuz football is unique to America, so it kind of represents um it, in a nutshell, so baseball is individualistic, even though it's a team. Right. But people are obsessed with baseball because it's America's pastime. It's literally the it was the only sport going for a long time, and they like tradition and history. But football is a team sport, and at the end of the mm. day, another thing that we're obsessed with is individualism. But we're also obsessed with teamwork. The collective. <laughs> it's like both, right? And so yeah. at the end of the day, you can shine on the football field, but you succeed as a team. You know, whereas I think, basketball, you, you could still be the best guy on the floor and command a whole series. Like Steph Curry, LeBron, <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yeah. But I think <clears throat> what's unique about America's obsession towards sports is, you know, I, I don't think... Okay, it's here, it's very common for, let's say dad and son they go to a a ball game Mm. and then that's how they bond right and they pass it from generation to generations and just like the fact that there's just so many movies made around sports theme i mean the culture around it yeah yeah yeah. field of dreams make grown men weep (laughs) like literally like wait why um because it's a father and son movie yeah it's about a father and son playing catch. It revolves around baseball. Mm. And it's just like, like there's scenes where grown men, <laughs> like it's widely known that grown men weep during Field of Dreams. Hey Siri, remind me in an hour to look up Field of Dreams. He's going to watch it. You, But you're not going to be moved unless you, like I grew up, you know, my parents never took me to a baseball game, but mm. I was a baseball fan since I was seven years old. Los Angeles Dodgers, because that's where I lived. Mm. And then when I moved to Boston, you know, everyone was a Red Sox fan. So I was like, I guess I'm a Red Sox fan now. <laughs> you know, and then um, <clears throat> if I had, you know, I would be taken to ball games by my friend's parents. And it's it's just bonding because it's three hours of boring. Most people are like, the ball <laughs> going back and forth. This is so boring. But yeah. like that time you have chilling with your father mm. generally or you know, mothers sometimes, mostly dads. Mm. It's like really, you know, it's it, you you create a lot of good memories. Also, another movie, Trouble with the Curve, will make it's not as weepy, but like that's a daughter, father and daughter baseball mm. movie. And if you're a daughter and father, like that's also weepy. I want well. a movie that will make you ugly cry. Feel the dreams, but not okay. you guys. You guys won't. You guys won't feel a thing. Why? Because you don't. Because we didn't. You, you know, wait, I can't I mean, say we didn't grow up. To a baseball game with your friends. Never. There you go. Mm, okay. Does it have to be baseball? Like, is that experience specific not, to baseball? Because I've been to every game. I used to cover games. I don't it's understand. Not the same. I don't get baseball. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it, that's why it's like it part of the fabric. Right? And yeah. you won't. And you unless you grew up, it's really a vehicle to pass things down, right? Like for example, okay, football. 
you can't. So what it is like, for example, I also don't get football. Like one, one of the most, one of the, like, if you're growing up, your dad's going to give you his glove. It's symbolic. Mm. No, your dad's not going to give you his football. He's not, you know, he's not going to give you his basketball, but, but a baseball <laughs> glove, it, it represents time. So when you get a baseball mm. glove, first of all, you and your dad go shop for a baseball glove. That's a father and son thing. It's like uh, mom's going to shop bras with their daughters, right? <laughs> or talking to them about their period. It's bonding. And then once you get the glove, wait, wait, it Mia, takes... Do, uh, do bras also get handed down? No, I I'm never saying, like, went... there's, there's only things that mom and daughters will understand. I see what you mean. That, so, but the example that you use is so out of left field. Because you know, you hear about like you know, I gotta take my you know, like took her to get her first. Oh my ball. god! Like dads are not taking their daughter. We'd freak out. I'd be like, dude, I am not walking into like, nope, nope. Like moms, you know, you gotta take your daughter to okay. like, learn about these. Okay. Things, right? Okay. So you get the baseball glove generally. And then you got to oil the glove up. Your dad's yes. got to show you how to break it in. You put the baseball in there. You oil it up. You tie it up. Put it under your bed. A month goes by and then it's broken in. And then you give that to your son. Mm. It's like your dad's baseball glove. It's his mitt. Mm. Even though like dad symbolic. is not necessarily good at baseball. We're, I mean, you grew up. We're all pretty good at baseball. Okay. Like you grew up playing baseball. That's so interesting. Like, this is the only thing to play. Like... <laughs> Because you don't have to be fast or you just have to throw a ball. That's mm. it. Like I was short, you know? Mm. Mm. So yeah, it's 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 like those, you know, I don't think you guys would get those. Can movies. you try? Yeah. Okay. I, I actually set a reminder. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. It'll definitely, I mean like literally I've seen grown men just like. <laughs> and no, they're more like this, like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the 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 fact that you're talking about this and yeah. the way you talk about yeah. this it shows the obsession, the obsession. Yeah. that we have towards sports. Yeah, yeah I yeah, mean definitely. like I don't know. I, I would one day I hope that I mean baseball is just kind of it's not the most popular sport anymore. Mm. You know, cuz we're so accustomed to like faster paced things like football. Yeah. Uh basketball. Yeah. You know, but um I feel like baseball yeah. is a lot more popular than basketball. I would say now, no, because you're losing this. It's like, it's just tough. And I think that's why it's sad for me because seeing baseball sort of like lose its its luster, you're losing a part of American culture, mm. you know? Mm. But it is what it is. Things evolve, you know? <laughs> um, like, okay, I'll tell you one thing. That yes. We, that, so it's a lot of dreams of a lot of kids to drive around the country with their pop or their mom to tour the baseball stadiums like that's an actual bucket list thing. i've never heard that i forgot actually that that wasn't on my bucket list mm. because I, I i don't i'm not gonna do that <laughs> i don't have anybody to do that with but at one point growing up like you take wanted, ye. she will be like no <laughs> like what but also before before like corporations took over ballparks and built new ones like you would go to Fenway Park, which still exists, Yankee Stadium, Wrigley Field, like right. these fields that are like steeped in history. Mm. Right? And then you go with your parent your mm. dad, on mm. a road trip. Mm. It's like mm. very American to take a road trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think in general, like with sports, we're also just obsessed with like success. Yeah. And and kind of like that rags to riches story. Right. Mm. Like how how many right. people within sports have gone from like like gone, gone from like 
being like lower class, nobody middle class, yep, to the and best, then to like yeah, to the best, yeah, very much based on like meritocracy. And yep. I think that's the other part that drives like our obsession with freedom, where like we will over, we will mostly just care about what you can do yeah mm. like no matter like where you're from whatever it is mm. like you know there's always some problems you know, with yeah. like race and whatever right like historically but like largely it's gone right yeah i think that's the most crazy part about this i was reading somewhere where compare like british culture to american culture and like in other parts of the world like there's a distinct class system so if you're not royalty or monarchy or whatever you're, sorry you're just not mm. like there's a very like distinct distinct like snootiness about it right is that mm -hmm. still the case to this day in other countries yeah like yeah. britain india it, caste oh, system china <laughs> ah like, but america is the only country where like thomas was saying you could be homeless and then a millionaire mm. just based on your work mm. yeah. just based on a little bit of luck but also just how hard you try mm. you know and we're obsessed with that because i think fundamentally americans are hopeful and optimistic yes. yes whereas british people are pessimistic i mean it's it's known like that's the culture it's like no we just we're cynical and we're pessimistic like that's your mo <laughs> in america it's like you know that's why they're snarky and sarcastic in america it's like we always hope for the best yeah you know because one so day are we also obsessed at hero. being the best yeah i think i think yes. we try i think like you know they want to but it's funny because we don't invent the best cars that's japan yeah. In terms of like best running cars, you know, um, or Europe, maybe like, I don't know, best is different definition. But, you know, some of the things they just they do try to strive to be the best, you know, space exploration, the mil definitely the, the military, obviously, yep. is number one. Yep. Because it's like, you know, Top Gun that we just watched, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy because still can't get over that it, movie. Right? Like back in the 80s, that move, there was a significant um, rise in applications to the military after that movie. Yeah. In fact, I've watched videos where today actual fighter pilots that were teaching at Top Gun said mm. when they were 14 and they saw that movie, they were like, I'm going to be that. And by the time they were 24, they were already a fighter pilot. Wow. Because of that movie. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. They were like, I'm literally here because I watched that movie. And I was like, that's what I want. I want the camaraderie. I want the glory of like, you know, being you know, people are like, oh, you're a hero. You know, mm. we call, I don't know if it's in other countries, but we actually call our military people and firefighters and police heroes, mm -hmm. you know, and some believe it, some don't, you know, like yeah. I, I grew up believing it, you know, and yeah. So it's like, we're like obsessed with that. Barbecuing. We are obsessed barbecuing. with barbecuing. I forgot. I didn't put oh, that on the list. No, no, no. no yeah. I was going to steer this in the yeah. direction yeah. And, of like food. Like food, yeah. Tailgating, right? Yes. Tailgating, Oh, barbecuing. that's such an American... I never Smooth. understood what tailgating was. Yeah. Um, like, so there's a new season of um, America's Iron Chef on yeah. Netflix now. And then they <clears throat> did a tailgating theme. Yeah. Oh. Tailgating, it's just... All it is is you get to the... It's usually for football games, right? And football games start, say, like uh, on a Sunday, they all start at one o'clock, generally, right? Yes. So you get to the stadium at like 8 a.m. And in the parking lot, <laughs> yeah, this is all done like, in the parking I don't, lot. Yeah. This is like That's so fascinating. Not luxurious at all. So <laughs> it's basically grilling while you wait for the game to start. And it's like a thing because it's like... Oh, so then you're done by the... 
when it gets closer to the game, and when then you're you, like, when you get closer to the go game, you're basically the stadium. Sl- drunk <laughs> from all the beers that you've had, and you're so you full start drinking at like eight in the morning, nine in the morning, <laughs> like and but it's it's one of those weird things. It's like a again, it's like a past. It's like you know when your kids are old enough to come with you. See again, it's yeah. like it's part of the sports it's culture. Bonding. Like it is. like <laughs> we're not making great food. We're it's like the whole no. concept of passing time but bonding with your friends so when we used to go to football games we'll pack our chairs we'll bust out the chairs we'll have a small grill we've got all the food ready and people take it super serious yeah there's some like tailgating chefs out there that that have like famous (laughs) tailgates you know and it's also the community aspect where you're in a parking lot and everyone's tailgating and you open up the whole parking lot so it's a party in the parking lot yep you know have you been to one i've never been to one but i'm just because i've never been to a football game Okay. Yeah, to the same, stadium. Same. I've never um, been to the tailgate either. And yeah. also, like, it also happens during college too. Like, if you Most have, of the time. if your college has like a big, big football culture. Yeah. True. San Jose State didn't have yeah, a good football had a team. team. Yeah. 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 The only good football teams in California are like USC. Stanford's all right. Also, the sun yeah. is completely on your face uh, right now. I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about our obsession toward fast food? Oh yeah. yeah. Wait, we, we, we love invented, our fast food. Yeah, we invented the modern concept of fast food. Yeah. But also what's ironic is that I feel like fast food is better than Asia. That's the thing. I was going to say like <laughs> the Koreans and Japanese took, the, took that to the best yeah. level. Like, yeah. Yes. High quality, easily accessible. Yeah. And America is just like, our fast food now is like as expensive as regular meals. True. It used to be fast and cheap and now it's literally slow and cost a fortune. I don't understand how this works. All right. You know what I think it is, is that like it's um, it's had enough time to develop like for certain brands where yeah. they, they, they kind of have like they kind of go through like phases, right? Of mm-hmm. like where they focus either on, you know, or quality or profits or like however they try to balance that. Right. And I think for Asia, it's just the beginning of it. Like they're mm. like KFC just started there like maybe 15 to 20 years ago. Like I know that sounds a while, but yeah. in a business time, it's not right. And like right. the history of KFC, that's not long at all. Right? right. And like here you also have perception like anchored perceptions of what fast food is or right. like what 7-eleven is like a convenience store right mm. like the convenience store culture in japan and oh, taiwan, taiwan so good korea, korea. yeah like, it's amazing it's next yeah. level like the food yeah. is actually good there versus yeah. here the food 7-eleven is just, food is just like trash Yuck. it's convenient yeah. right mm. exactly. it's literally just convenient it's yeah. not good at all yeah also i think when it comes to just like in in Asia, for example, anything that comes from America is considered premium. Yes. Right? So That's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've heard. So I've, unlike you guys, uh, the last time I was in Asia was 22 years ago. <laughs> and I was, I was there for like a month. We yeah. need to take you there. So yeah. I don't know any of these things. Yeah, like people, people celebrate birthdays yeah. at McDonald's. People, yeah, I'm like, people do McDonald's. weddings people at like, McDonald's. Like Pizza Hut's really good, right? I'm like, yeah. nah. It's so different. Yeah. Pizza, so I went to Pizza Hut like you know when they first opened in China. Yeah. And it was like a thing. Yeah. Wow. And like with my family. I can't believe it. Yeah. And like That's here it's just like yeah. casual, like mediocre it's pizza. Disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Like, sorry. Exactly. I mean... When I was a kid, I would eat Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars because I, I, you know, oh, I, I have, love Little Caesars. Yeah, I mean, like when you're little, you eat trash. You know, when you're older, <laughs> like, you know, like, come on, because it's not made, it's not healthy. Yeah, it's not. You know, it tastes good. Yeah, it's not healthy. It's fast. So. Yeah, yeah, like 
if you've ever mm-hmm. seen um, how McDonald's got started, like the yeah. quality was actually there. Yep, absolutely. It, yeah, and it's then they pro- just kept optimizing, optimizing, yep. optimizing. It wasn't always like back in the fifties and whatever fast food came out. It was a it was a novel idea. It changed the whole fabric of you know people can go to drive-throughs. Like they got decent quality food, but quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. nowadays, it's just it is synonymous with like bad quality. Um, and now some franchise franchises are you know like Chick Fil A. In and out, do we consider In and Out fast food? Shake Shack, technically. Yeah. And I think you know McDonald's and Burger King, they have to kind of catch up. Yeah. Um, Catch up. Yeah, and then yeah, I mean, we are definitely way more obsessed with the just like the idea of fast food, like eat on the go. Like I remember when I was in, I think I told this before, but like when I was in Italy, like. Um, we tried to eat, like take pizza to go from this restaurant like, and the, the owner like yelled at us. Yeah. So we're like, no, 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 you have to sit down. Yep. Like uh, this is the way sure. to eat it. Cause I think we're obsessed with speed in general, yes. like trying to optimize and yeah. get everything, like shorten the time for mm. everything. Yeah. You know? mm. Yeah. The, the culture is just way different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, pop culture too. American <laughs> pop culture is like mainly music, television, and movies, you yes. know, and it has a global reach. I mean, like people, you know, from other countries quote Seinfeld and Friends and, you know, the Terminator. You know, these are like real American products that reached yeah. a global level. Mm. Right. And mm. we're obsessed with these things. Mm. Like literally mm. you'll see a movie. I mean, talk about 80s, 90s, like entire generations grew up on I'll be back. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, you cannot not say that. <laughs> You, yeah. that's well, not that's not really why, but Arnold was a California governor at some point, right? And then his signature is on my college. Oh, now so, I'm telling people when I graduated, uh, but like, diploma? yeah, diploma, right? The governor, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, governor, governor. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Because he was like... I was I mean, like, ah, you know, it's Arnold. One of the first movies I saw was Terminator. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my God, this is like crazy. You know? But yeah. also the fact that a cel- an actor yeah. can become a governor. Can that's become like, a president, Ronald Reagan. That's... that's yes. They could literally... Reagan, Reagan that's the thing in America. Like, you could, you could literally be... Any, you could be anything. You could reinvent yourself. Yes, I think that's you know? a... It's, that's, it's an interesting thing. True. Yeah. You know? And that's like... It's surprisingly hard to do that in other places. For sure. And yeah. there's, uh, by the way, I just realized we're three Chinese people talking about American <laughs> culture. That's the beauty of America. Talk about whatever. <laughs> it's our own podcast. Also, you don't also, to. also, two out of three are born outside of America. That's right. <laughs> Me and I were born outside of America. I know it's weird. Wait, you were born. I was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ever since I got to America, it, it just, the whole, like, I, I mean, I came here when I was really young, so just everything resonated with me. Even, like, back in the day, like, I was telling you guys, like, I went to church, you know, like, hmm. American culture, especially in the Bible Belt, which is in the South, like, everyone's very religious, and you focused on, you focused on the family unit, mm. you know, and all of that stuff resonated with me. Mm. You know, it wasn't until I got older that I was like, wait a minute, there's, like, a lot of areas in the U.S. where, like, they don't care, they just care about money. Mm. Honestly, they just care about money. So that was kind of sad. Mm. You know, New York is very money driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of other countries too. I mean, countries, states as well. Mm. You know, and and when it, I that's yeah. that's more of a characteristic of a city, though, right? Of a city, yeah. yeah. It's almost like the people that are more driven by money and success, like 
congregate Con- in New yeah, York. Right. <laughs> Go to New York because yeah. there's more opportunities. Right, 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 right. right. LA, things move New York, faster. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, like you can go from nothing to something. Quickly, yeah, you know. So, what celebrities are you obsessed with? That's a good question. <laughs> Which celebrities? Recently, I mean, I, I haven't. Tom Brady. Been, yeah, I mean, like, not. So, I, I really like Keanu Reeves. You know, there's oh, certain true. guys that I I've, have Cruise. read that they're. No, because Tom Cruise is, is, is... Thomas is just obsessed uh, over his running form. Tom hey, Cruise is, form. Okay. is uh, like the best at what he does. Ah. But I, I also, I don't, I mean, like, like we talked about this in, in the uh, Idols podcast that we did yeah. a while ago. Like, right. I, I, I don't revere anyone. Because yeah. to me, they could be a terror. I look at your person and I don't know. So the thing is, I'll never get to know Tom Cruise. The only reason I like... Keanu Reeves is this all the stuff I've ever read about him says that he's a really good person mm-hmm. and he makes great movies mm-hmm. okay like him, you know okay Tom Brady seems like a good person mm. yeah. you know yeah. mm. things that we've read at least like he's not in the news for anything bad yeah mm. so I like Tom really Brady. for these it's really kind of hard to tell like yeah. especially because mm. it's hard to tell but they have really good PR teams they, they do yeah that's why it's like I never get too caught up in yeah. in I love their journey and their mm. story like Steph Curry I don't care about him as a person I love his story, mm. right? his journey, right? Mm. Right. Tom Brady, story and his journey. So yeah. I, I find those to be cool. What about you, Mia? <clears throat> uh, I don't think there are celebrities that I'm obsessed I, with either. You mean American ones or Korean ones? American ones. We know you're obsessed also, with BTS. <laughs> Can we not mention BTS in, a, in just one episode? <laughs> <laughs> Um, every time we talk about an obsession for celebrity culture, though, the one name that popped out of my mind is just Kardashians. Right. Just like, like not in a good way. Like yeah. the obsession's not in a good way. But like, yeah. I know that a lot of people are very obs- much yeah. obsessed with this family. Yeah. So were you obsessed with Kimmy K? Mm, Kimmy K. I think for like, it's funny because I think for other countries, for example, in Britain, I think they're more obsessed with the royals. With the royals, yeah. yeah. And here, we're, we don't have a royal family. So yeah. we're obsessed True. with everybody. So we have celebrities. We're obsessed we, celebrities, for, with their sports, royal family, their, too. Yeah, not as much as them. But we're definitely obsessed with like our celebrities here. Uh, oh, to us, like, these celebrities are our royalties, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, I mean, they, they do see themselves as like an elite class. True. Yeah. True, right. true, true. Like, just look at how they talk and everything. And it's right? almost like we don't revere them. We just like watching the train wreck. That's what <laughs> yes. that's what we're really obsessed yes. with. Is yes. that's, that's, okay, yeah. That's, yes, that's a great yeah. point. We yes. love seeing rags to riches stories. Yeah. And we also love like fall from grace. Yeah. I mean, and, like, look, and no fall one's from like, grace and back to rich. I mean, no one's like, you know. Like we just love the drama for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's that's such a, okay, our obsession for drama. I think, okay, the original reality show <laughs> stems from that obsession for drama yeah. i mean I, I remember when reality <laughs> shows like became popular like w- real world uh oh my god i, I, I actually really those love were like, dude those were awesome yeah i feel I like they those. were real <laughs> i'm like oh my god this is real even though we know now they're scripted yeah but like they were definitely more real than what we have now, which is completely hundred thousand like percent. Or like Laguna scripted. Beach. Yeah, that, the, that but that was already like totally Hollywood uh, scripted. But like no, real world, I would argue no, that Laguna, they're real. No, Laguna Beach is already <laughs> like I've seen documentaries where they're already like they're like okay, the producers are like all right, these, 
Whereas I mean, like, they put these people yeah. in a certain situation that would like. And they feed them like. Okay, yeah, this is yeah. But like Road Rules was like the first season of Road Rules. I think that was like, literally, they just turned the camera on. They're like, all right, guys. And then you know, uh, you know, they made a yeah. game show out of the the cast, right? Um, no. Real World and Road, Road Rules. Rules. Yeah, yeah, like a survival like game show. Oh my god, those were fun. I've Survivor. not heard of any of those shows. <laughs> Survivor was huge. Survivor, Big yeah. Brother, like, oh, Survivor, yeah. Amazing yeah. Race, like these ones, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, just look at celebrity obsession and drama. Just look at Britney Spears, right? Yeah. Like her ascension, mm. her fall, her reascension, like mm. her and like the recent trials Re- and everything. Resurgence. Yeah. Like a phoenix. I don't think she ever reascended, but yeah, basically. Well, just in the she news. came back just into in the, the news, yeah. right? Like she, she definitely got the public favor on her side, mm. right? especially with her trial. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah, we're obsessed with that. I think um, we're a very forgiving society. Yes. And I think that's uh, in that that's, sense. Yes, and I think that's very interesting compared to like Asian societies, which are True. very not forgiving. Yeah. If you fall from grace, you are in the gutter. And any like, type of scandal there. can can basically you know knock you out of the entertainment business yeah. for good. Yeah. yeah. Would you guys say Americans are were obsessed with like shopping and like holidays? Oh yes, Ooh, right? like, holidays. Yeah, yeah. Really I mean, like every Christmas. holiday is yeah. turned into some sort of marketing. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, I think because it was very family. Again, like Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, just like the tradition of Black Friday isn't yeah. that's that doesn't exist anywhere else. Maybe does it does that? now. I mean, that's definitely because uh. everything in America was like people even argue like, "Great, hey, some of these holidays were created just to sell stuff." You know what? We embrace it. We we spend a lot of like we keep our economy going. Like, we spend <laughs> consumerism. Money. We consume, right? <laughs> and that's not a great thing when you look at it because it it allows opportunity for exploitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When but that's part of our culture. You know, it's also yeah. part of us to not do that and teach our kids not to overconsume. You know what I was? Guilty of it. You know what I was really fascinated by when I came here. The fact that you can return stuff after you buy them. Oh, that's funny. You can't return that policy. Anymore. That did not exist. Well, now in Indonesia, it exists because they you kind of follow that trend. But then yeah. bef- back then, it didn't exist. And I'm like, what? You have a yeah. month yeah. to yeah. return? It's customer service. We're obsessed with customer service. Apparently, it's service. not easy in Australia either. Yeah. 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 That doesn't exist. But that's the thing. It, you know, customer service is, I mean, there's industries built around customer service. Mm. And some would say like, you know, Apple store, Apple is what it is because you actually, not now, the, the quality of customer service has gone way down. But when it first came out, it was like, you come in, there was like so many people yeah, waiting like white to like, service. yeah, like, what do you need? Anything. Return? No questions asked. Whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> you know? And then you're willing to pay out the wazoo for something because you're getting, most of the time you're paying for luxury goods because of the perceived service that yes. you get yes. actually mm-hmm. that's what i look for now like warrant yeah. like the warranty service right mm-hmm. how good it is how like that actually i actually factor that in now yeah yeah the, the other day you went into a store not to be named did not get <laughs> did not get any service at all and was even rude to and i go you know what if i were you i would never step foot in that store ever again because you could spend that kind of money and get something where there's an added service to it mm. you know like you don't need that to feel like, you know, like, what are we, ta- what are we talking about here? You Can know, you so, tell us the initial of the story? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, started with a G. Okay, just stop there. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, did it end with an I? Yes, one word. And I was like, so here, let's just make sure you didn't buy anything, right? No, okay, good. <laughs> 
We're good. Yeah, it's all GI. It's all GI. But it's like, wow. I'm like, I literally was like, you know, I don't have a problem with you buying stuff, but I would actually just put my money somewhere where... Where they actually like you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have the choice to spend money. Why do you go here? Mm. You know? Um... I think we only have time for one more. What about okay. pursuit of happiness? Ooh. Is that something that we're obsessed yes, with? I think we are. But is is that is that an obsession of ours or is it more like a human nature thing? No, I think it's an obsession because from day one, we're taught that um, to be happy is the number one goal. That's why growing up, mm. I feel like my Where did friends, they teach you that? Um, like, I think it's subliminal. I think it's in advertising. Ah. I think it's in movies. Mm. It's like everything is like, and you're happy. Happy, happy, happy. So like growing up, it's like, be happy. That's it. What's a, what's a goal in life? Be happy. Do you. You do you. You do you. Um, uh, yes. And I think it's it's now become, in the past, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Because you know what? It sucks when a government or you know, a country doesn't let you be happy. Mm. So if you're in America, you have the right to be happy. But now it's yeah. become like, I live my life to be happy. And I have a problem with that. And and like everything I do, each and everything I do in life is... For my own happiness. For my own yeah. happiness. Even at the cost of somebody else. Okay, yeah. Right? You you should have the right to be happy. I mean, you should be happy. You shouldn't be sad or, and angry and mad. But it's like, now we're just using it as like a... Like, okay, as long as, I, as, long as I'm trying to be happy it's good mm. and like my friends would be like oh why do why do you if that doesn't make you happy why do you do it mm. oh also, how about other virtues like sacrifice forgiveness mm. uh, uh, compromising i mean it's like nowadays oh if you're not happy in a marriage you break up and that's accepted in a lot of parts of the united states right. but growing up to me like my parents my grandparents weren't happy at, at like they stayed together because right. they were like, this is what we do. We work through our problems, yeah, you know? So you, yeah, There's right. ups and downs. You build a life together, you right? You build a life right. together. Yeah. They're married, I don't know, for 70 years. Yeah. You're not going to always be happy for yeah. each and every one of these years. Dude, yeah. my, my mom you know? and dad bicker at yeah. each other every <laughs> that's, single day. That's the kind of marriage. That's their, that's their love language. And I think, to your point, I think America is also obsessed with like easy solutions, too. Easy solutions. Right? Yeah. Um, just look at how we treat uh, like ADHD or like Adderall, right? And, yep. and like and these examples are you okay yeah and eventually it's, <laughs> it's led to you know for a lot of students i've mm-hmm. read about like it's led to like a, an addiction problem mm-hmm. right where they kind of just need it now mm-hmm. initially they're like oh i just need to get through this paper or something mm-hmm. like that but now mm-hmm. it's just like they need it but like you, yeah going go on. Ba- sorry going back to just like a pursuit of happiness i really think it kind of ties to the freedom aspect as well mm-hmm. right yeah. because when you have the option you will try to do what is best for you sure right, right? that's human nature right right it exactly is. and and just look at like how people vote with their feet mm-hmm. and i think that's a really important concept um that isn't necessarily available mm-hmm. um contrast that to china was like the hukou system right mm-hmm. so tldr is like basically you're basically stuck to where you're born mm-hmm. so if you're born in a a tier one city you're mm. lucky you have many opportunities if you're born in a tier like a lower tier city you're kind of screwed because right? it's like, a form of id right that takes yeah you okay. basically that ties you, you to your hometown even if you sneak to like the other cities you yeah. can't work because they check all that right, right. so like inter city movement is not yeah. easy yeah exactly so versus i mean here, that's extremely limiting 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So versus here, it's like you have the option to move wherever you want, reset, like rebuild wherever you want, and I think that's incredible. I mean, I think mm. that's why people gravitate to New York City because it's, it's if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. I mean, literally, like people I know that came from poor rural countries are millionaires now. Yeah. Mm. Through, through took them a while, but yeah. they're like, listen. I would. I got here because I wanted to leave my life behind, and I'm not limited by that. And you have mm. the right to do that. Right. Mm. And what's incredible is that, yeah, it's like what you're. You're just not bound by a lot more limitations than you are here. Like, mm. of course, there's going to be problems here, right? Right. Like with any country, but it's just like the limiting factors are so different. Like you're not limited yeah. by your class, by your race. Yeah. Um, not as much compared to like other places or like where yeah. you're born. That's like so critical to how you can become successful. And on a side note, it's like people in America need to get like back to like having thicker skin. Cause now it's like, I'm like, you know, we're the most privileged society in the United yeah. States. I mean, yeah. in the world, yeah. like yeah, I think there is just... no country like this country. So stop bickering, <laughs> stop being lazy. <gasps> What that's if that's thing, the love yeah. language between? True, true. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Somehow people have time. And I, and I think it's just like people just need a little more perspective of how, right. how what it's like other places. Like prosperity is not the default state. Mm. That's right. Yeah. That's Mia, right. one last question. Do you feel like this July 4th will hit different for you? <laughs> Why is that? Oh, because we... Because... Yeah, yeah. What is it? I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Like, no other context. Do you feel like it'll hit different for you? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I feel like also, too, you know, like, everything in America, is, it's, we're, we're losing our identity because, like, no one actually celebrates July 4th. Not in other parts of the U.S., yes, but, like, especially in New York. Mm-hmm it's an excuse to get drunk because that's all everything is now. Mm. But I'm sure in other parts and other towns, smaller towns, other parts of the U S like people actually reflect on, you know, like Memorial, you know, when I think of like Memorial day, I'm like veterans. Day, I'm like, man, there are people that actually was like, I'm going to go fight a war and you don't have to. And I'm like, dang, that's, mm-hmm. that's by their own choice. Yeah. And I'm like, I will honor you because otherwise I'd have to go fight. Right. A war. Yeah. You know? And there were times when you had no choice. You have to be drafted to a war. Yeah. And now we have a choice. So we've gotten soft. We've gotten soft. Get some, you know, like hopefully, you know, go watch Top Gun. <laughs> and, uh, no, I'm just kidding. We uh, mentioned it three times. This is a great movie. I saw it twice. Which one? Top Gun. Maverick. The original. No, Maverick. You s- when? He made us go back, just me and her. <laughs> so you've seen it twice because we made. We made you go. Well, I mean, time. I was, I went willingly. And then, yes. And then two days later, you was like, I'm going to go see it again. Let's go. That is hilarious. <laughs> I'm down. So Wait, did she see the original one? No. The original one's not as good. It's, I, really? it's more, I, original, I think so too. You have to grow up. Okay. Like you have to understand the original one was, was a revelation during that At time. At that time. Yeah. And it only holds up now because of nostalgia. Right. But if you watch it now, not seeing like not growing up then like you'd be like this is cheesy yeah. <laughs> right. so i do have to say though it. after seeing the original one and then going to see maverick again yeah. i could appreciate the little yes. you know references yeah. they've sprinkled here and there That's right. yeah like the relationship between him and ice jaw you know jaw so it hits a little harder hmm. now now go watch um 
Feel the dreams. <laughs> I'll cry. let Thomas. I'll let Thomas watch it first. <laughs> if you ugly cry, I will watch. All right, that's a deal. All right. All that's, right, guys. that's all for now, folks. Yeah, um, let us know what you what think you Americans think. are obsessed with. And if you are American, what are you obsessed with? In a good why? way and in a bad way. Exactly. We, we take everything. That's so right. thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.